0: We welcome back to the program, Quincy City Clerk, Nicole Crispo, also the chair of the Board of License Commissioners, to update us on this week's board meeting and preview us on the upcoming uh, presidential primary. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Joe. How are you? Okay. (laughs) February, we were just saying before we started recording, is just flying by.
1: (laughs) It certainly is. It certainly is. And uh, we're doing a lot to prepare for the upcoming March 5th election, so... Um, so yeah, it's, it's fast coming and, and we're making it available for everybody and I'll, you know, hit on all those points once we finish our agenda.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. We look forward to that. Uh, it was pretty, pretty lengthy agenda, right? About six items, I think.
1: Yep. yeah, Six items. Um, agenda item number one here regarding the request of the Quincy Friends of Scouting for the special use permit one day liquor license for their fourth annual uh, trivia night for the Scouts. The event is on March 2nd at the Masonic Temple of Quincy, 20 Greenleaf Street. The event begins at 6.30 p.m. Um, this is um, Ray Theberg was there. Um, fun trivia night raises funds for um, summertime camping trip for the Scouts and um, always a good event, and that went through 5 to 0. Second on the agenda was hearing regarding the request of the Clifford Marshall and Point Webster PTOs for a special use permit for their third annual Family Fun Run and Wellness Expo on Saturday, June 1st from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., and the run begins at the Point Webster and concludes at the Clifford Marshall Courtney Pertios was there and spoke about the event. Um, Like I said, this is the third annual family fun run. And then after that, they have um, things in the gym that work out stuff that the kids can do and parents get involved. Um, There is um, donated um, oranges and bananas and um, granola bars. There's a water truck. And um, this is on June 1st from 9 a.m. to 1130. You can run, you can walk, you can skip, jog. Um, just a fun event for um, the Quincy Point area.
0: That's really gotten very popular. I know folks really look forward to it now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's big. Um, and last year they had it uh rained out so they did it inside and, and sometimes and so they have uh room to do
0: both. Excellent. And um, I think even some of the some of the parents even participate in this. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's a fun event and the Quincy police are there to help and um they'll be there this year as well.
0: Let's hope the weather cooperates.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. Hopefully we don't have another rainy summer.
0: Oh, my gosh. It was like every weekend last summer. I know. It was awful.
1: Um, Agenda item number three um, withdrew. um, The applicant withdrew. The event was canceled. However, we did um, hear from Mr. Dunn the Bill Dunn Junior Memorial Road Race um, on June 29th from 8 to 12. Um, This is the 15th year. Um, for that scholarship race and um, always a big event, um, the Quincy police, of course, will be there to help. It is a five-mile run around Hausneck, um, the hills of Hausneck, um, made famous by this by this run. And it's always a good event with refreshments after. And that's, again, June 29th from 8 to 12. And uh, that went through 5 to 0 as well. Agenda item number four, here regarding the request of Harbor One Bank for a one-day liquor license for an after-hour event on March 5th from 4.30 to 6.30 at One Chestnut Place. Nicole Landers was there. Um, this is a private event for um, Bank. Um, and Mayor Koch will be there. And food, beer, and wine will be um they are from liberty tavern this um again march 5th a private event for the for the bank and um for people that belong to the bank from 4 30 to 6 30 um and the beer food and wine will be provided by liberty tavern that went through five to zero Agenda item number five here regarding the request of ALS One Inc. for a charity wine pouring license for their fundraiser gala on March eighth at the Quincy Marriott at one thousand Marriott Drive. This license will permit donated wine to be served at the event. Ashley Corbin was there and spoke about the event and how, of course, important ALS funding is, um, and that. Um, Mary McKenna so graciously um, will donate the wine from the Sly Fox that will be um, poured at the event. And that went through five to zero as well. Agenda item number six, hearing regarding the request of Kyoto Kitchen LLC doing business as poo for a common victual license for the premise located at 95 Franklin Street, proposed manager, Gio Quang Gia, uh, Jilang um, proposed hours of operation, 10.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Helen Chiner was there um, to talk about um, the business there at 95 Franklin Street. Um, this is an American style Chinese food. It has 10 seats. This is the old Dunkin Donuts on Franklin Street. Um, they've worked closely with the management, um, of the building to ensure that, um, there should be no, um, conflict between the traffic there. Um, we know that Um, That was an issue with the Dunks and they've done stuff to mediate that issue there. And that this um, works different hours from the um, Dunkin' Donuts and their busy hours. Um, So this probably, you know, 1030 um, being early, but that's for um, employees to come and start, you know, working for the day but that they don't open their doors until, you know, 11, 1130 um, for takeout. Mostly 80 to 85% of this business is going to be takeout with 10 seats there. Not seeing any issue. There are at least 10 parking spots there on that side. Um, So that went through five to zero as well. And our next hearing will be on March 12th.
0: And uh, sounds like you had a full board present this week?
1: Yes, we did. Billy DeCarly um, from the Health Department sat in for um, Commissioner Castley.
0: Very good. Okay. And second order of business um, is the uh, Super Tuesday presidential primary election, right?
1: Yes. So um, fast and furious, it's coming our way. Um, We've sent out over. 7,000 vote-by-mail ballots. Um, we've got about 40% back in the mail, um, so we're still, um, you know, getting those in daily. We're still getting in the cards daily. We sent out um, 360 ballots yesterday. Um, the girls in our election department and vital statistics. Um, Susan, our administrator for licensing board, Joe Newton, um, working hard, um, you know, to get everyone their ballot out in a timely manner and get them processed and back to us um, has been, you know, just outstanding. I can't say enough about uh, the staff here in the election department in the clerk's office and how dedicated they are to working these elections and the poll workers coming in to work um, early voting, which let's talk about um, voter registration and party change, um, the last day to register to vote, um, the last day to make any party changes for the March 5th election, February 24th, will be here till 5 p.m. That's also the first day of early voting. So next Saturday, this Saturday, coming up, um, we'll be here from 8.30 a.m. till um, 5.00 p.m. for early voting, voter registration, and last day for a party change. Um, February 25th, um, we'll be here from 8.30 to 2.30 for early voting, that's Sunday. Um, and then Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30 in the council chamber for early voting. Um, deadline to request a mail-in ballot is February 27th, and that is, is that Tuesday? Yes. Next Tuesday. Tuesday next Tuesday, February um, 27th is the last date to request of mail-in ballot, 5 p.m. And then we have the presidential primary, March 5th, all 31 um, polling locations will be open um, from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m.
0: And uh, is, is school in session that day, Nikki No.
1: No, there's no school on March 5th. So um, that should make it um, easier um, for people to um, park, things like that. Um, and um, we're still working on the logistics, but I think that we've made some some progress in listening to what people had to say for the changes that we made um, to the polling locations. And um, quickly, if you want, I can go over those changes. Um, Ward six, precinct one and two at North Quincy High School. Everybody is accustomed to voting in the the gymnasium. However, um, you know, we've brought on the poll pad and we're um, to check in. And what's important about that is just to have um, places to plug the poll pad in. And so for that, we've um, decided that to vote in the cafeteria would be easier because there's more um electrical outlets in the cafeteria, same entrance as um there the Hunt Street entrance um, will be utilized. However, we're working with the superintendent and school security. We think that we're it's a straight shot down to the cafeteria that will try to leave one door open in the front of the building, which we've heard for you know many years that people like to park in the front there. So um, we're gonna try to leave one door open in the front and um, which will be door number four. We'll have signage there um, and a security officer there at the front so people can go right down and vote and come right back out at the front of the building. Um, Southwest middle school, Ward four, precinct one, and ward five, one, um, Granite Street parking in the front and in the side lot. We understand that people like to park in the back, however, um, we were still working it out, there's still some logistics, um, there, but we encourage you. To park in the front of the building. Like I said, there's no school. You can park where the buses pull up. You can park on the side. We did have some people holding signs in the in the um, local election, which we don't anticipate for this one. So um, there should be plenty of parking there in the front on the Granite Street side. Um, Point Webster 51A and 23. Um, We heard some signs about lighting um, in the parking um, and close to the entrance. We're working on that with the public um, buildings people. Um, Commissioner Hines has been kind enough to help us with that. And we'll have some lighting there, some temporary lighting there, along with um, Snug Harbor. Snug Harbor was another one that got dark early, not realizing you know, it does get dark early and um, that we're putting some temporary lighting there as well at the Snug Harbor School. Uh, Broad Meadows, um, there was some, some concerns about coming in that front entrance and it's, you know, quite a ways to the back. Um, So we, we heard what the what the people were saying um there was a lip there um that you know wasn't conducive to people with canes and walkers. Um so therefore and, and people um um with wheelchairs so we're gonna vote in the cafeteria there as well. We're gonna move it just over a little bit and we find that it'll be easier for people to um, get right in there and vote at Broadmeadows in the cafeteria.
0: So uh, concerns heard and actions taken.
1: Yeah, hopefully, and, and please, you know, we appreciate everybody's questions, concerns, and and what people have to say, and we take it all into consideration. And hopefully this will make it easier. And if you have any other concerns, you know, were, we're open to everybody's suggestions.
0: And because it's a primary, Nikki, if you could just explain the, the, the party process for choosing a ballot.
1: Certainly. Um, if you're in the Democrat, Republican or Libertarian um, parties, you they do have um, a party ballot. So you will have to take that party ballot. There's always room for a write-in. So if you choose to, you know, um, write in a Republican or a libertarian on the Democratic ballot, you may do so. Um, for everyone who is unenrolled and designated in a political designation, you may take any of the three ballots, the Democrat, the Republican, or the libertarian ballot.
0: Okay, And that that does not change your status of unenrolled, right?
1: It does not. You automatically stay in the unenrolled.
0: Great. Okay. Uh, and for folks who are coming to register, do they need to bring anything with them, Nikki? Uh,
1: the the last four digits of their social or their S number on their license.
0: Very good. Uh, and to contact uh, your office if uh, there's questions.
1: Certainly. Um, you can contact elections at six one seven three seven six one one four one four two or four three three seven six one one four one four two or four three um or um you can certainly go on to um ma.gov and go to elections there good. go um, the the Secretary of State also um has a great website um you know and you can get there through the city's website, you know, to where do I vote? Um, and um, that's it. Um, Mass.gov slash secretary slash secretary of state slash elections.
0: Okay. Uh, and now for the mail-in ballots, when do those have to be to your office by?
1: Election day. Okay. 5 p.m. I'm I sorry, think- 8 p.m. 8 p.m.
0: Okay. Yes. So, and do you have the drop box outside for folks? We do.
1: Okay. We do, and that'll be open until 8 p.m. as well. It's open now until then.
0: Okay. Excellent. Um, do you make predictions for primaries, Nikki? <laughs> Should I ask you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I haven't really done the numbers yet. Um, yeah. I usually do them um, closer to midweek um, with the early voting but we can anticipate anywhere from 25 to 38% turnout.
0: Yeah. It's a presidential and primary. So, yeah. Yep. All righty. Good to talk to you and you uh, I'll catch up again after the next uh, license board meeting. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Nikki. Bye-bye.